0: Hello, my name is Andrew Gay, and together with my co-host Tom Fox, I would like to welcome you to our new podcast, Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. In this podcast series, we will talk about and with local leadership within Kerr County. We dive into their unique perspectives and discuss their visions about the future of Kerr County, as well as the importance and role of local leadership. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.
1: In this episode, Andrew and I visit with Pete Calderon, on his experience in leadership, Kerr County.
0: Hello, everybody. Andrew Gay here with Texas Hill Country Podcast Network, and we are going to talk about leadership today. This is episode five, and I'm here with my good friend and community member, Pete Calderon. Hello, Pete. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. All right. so. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, um, this is who you are, where you work here in the community in Kerr County? Um,
1: well, I was born and raised here in Kerrville.
0: There you go. And So a born, a born and raised Kerrvert. Born and raised. Got it. Kerrvillian. Yeah.
1: Went to school in San Antonio, lived there for a while, and I've been back since 2005. Um, is when I moved back. And I started uh, June 1st, 2005 at Kerrville State Hospital, where I serve as the Community Relations Assistant Director and Public Information Officer for okay. Kerrville State Hospital. Okay, so
0: 18 years there, huh? Eighteen? Eighteen. Nice. Okay, well, what about your role there versus local leadership? Before we get into leadership, Kerr County specifically, Did you have any idea of wanting to be involved with local leadership while you were working there at the beginning years of the Kerrville State Hospital, or how did that look for you?
1: When I moved back from Kerrville, I mean, to to Kerrville from San Antonio, I knew that if I came back, I wanted to be involved. I wanted to be involved. I didn't know how or what capacity that was going to be in, but I knew I wanted to be involved. So when I moved back and I started working at Curval State Hospital, my involvement was Notre Dame Catholic Church. Um, I was I served on several boards and committees there, the X X Core Board. Yeah, I, festival committee for thirteen years, and three of those I chaired the Notre Dame Festival. I was on the school board for six years, pastoral council for six years. So I served. That was where my leadership started, and then it it kind of melted into. My, the community.
0: Okay. I have a very similar experience to that. Um, but so where did the inspiration come from to get involved in leadership? Do you know?
1: Yes. Now we're getting deep. Yeah, let's hear it. For my mom. Okay. She was very active in Notre Dame. She was very active in the community. And I would see her tire, tirelessly uh, give of herself and of her time, her time, her talent, her treasure to serve God. And so she didn't just talk the talk. She also walked the walk and she has inspired me my whole life. And I, everything that I do um, in the back of my mind, it's because I want to make her proud. Nice. I
0: think that's as good as inspiration as any, Yeah, you know, and there's something to be said, I think about, sentimental inspiration, maybe you could call it. You know, I have some, I think everybody kind of has some of that in their lives, things that happen or people, whether it's a loved one or family member that really influences them to try to do something and give themselves to some kind of service. So thank you for sharing that. So what about leadership Kirk County specifically? How did you get involved with that? How did you get exposed to that? Um, Obviously, you gave us the backstory about kind of leading up to that, and it connects very right. well.
1: When I was at Kerville State Hospital uh, and I was doing Notre Dame Festival, I had run run the cycle with that. And several, three or four years, no, four or five years, I was asked to participate in Leadership Kirk County, and I did not do it. And I didn't do it because I knew that the project was Easter Fest. Now, I had just served three years of cheering Notre Dame festival. So I was right. not interested in doing Easter fest at all. So after about five years of them asking me, finally, um, I did it. I went ahead and decided to do it. I was class 31. All right. So six years ago, are we in class 36, 37? 37. 37? I, I was 36. Okay. Yeah. Had to think about that for yeah. a second. So I was class 31. Um, and they wanted me to be on the steering committee right after, but I chose not to, because I just had a lot on my plate at the time and I wasn't ready. But after two or three years, uh, I let them know that I was ready. So I came on and served on the steering committee for four years because of COVID. The term is three years, but I did four because we had a COVID year. Yeah. Okay. So
0: tell me some memories maybe that you have from doing the class. If you can think back far, I know it's been some years, but what were some of the highlights that you remember from going through
1: leadership Kerr County as a class participant? As a class participant, some of the activities that we do out there are all memorable. And uh, we did a shoe game and it was very awkward Um, on the, on the opening retreat weekend, right? Yeah. The morning, the morning you meet everyone. And so everybody that in that room, no one knows anyone. There's 20, I mean, there was 20 of us in there. Um, and so we had a shoe game where everybody put their shoes in the middle and then you had to pick up a shoe and describe the person looking at the shoe and then pick who you thought the shoe belonged to. So I um, picked up a very colorful shoe. And just to be funny, I, I said, I, this person has a very bright personality and has an inner stripper personality. I, I You know, I was just trying to be funny, but. It was a very colorful shoe, um, and it was very odd because and not odd, but it was funny because when I, mean, I said, and I think those belong to you, and I pointed to a girl, and she said, "They're not mine. They're not mine." <laughs> <laughs> so it happened again. I chose someone else, and they said, "They're not mine either. They're not mine either." So nobody wanted to claim the shoes, and then finally they said, "Well, whose shoes are these? Whose shoes do these b- belong to?" Um, and Tammy Riley stood up, so those are my shoes. (laughs) And
0: we both know Tammy. Actually, we're both on a board with her,
1: right? I love her. And you're
0: good friends with her. I am too.
1: Yes, that was awesome. That was really, really cool. Um, And that started off, and that whole retreat is nothing but bonding. It's the glue. When you, you do Leadership Kirk County, that retreat is the glue that sets the tone for the whole rest of the year. It's super, super important. And if you can't make the retreat then I would say, wait till next year. Don't do it. Oh, well, they won't allow it. You have to make the retreat. Good advice.
0: I like that a lot. Cause, and I think you're right because there's a lot of doing things that make you uncomfortable. And then there's some like introspective stuff Mm -hmm. with, with Aaron and, and some of the, uh, what's it called? The disc, the disc assessment. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, you know, and like myself, I had not been exposed to anything like that I've done retreats and been in plenty of those situations where you're, like, uncomfortable and you get to know people and bonding. Uh, But every one of those situations is different based on the people that Mm -hmm. are there. So did you have any exposure with doing some kind of DISC assessment or anything like that? Yes, we did do
1: the DISC assessment.
0: Yeah, okay. Had you been exposed to it beforehand? No. Okay. And what was your take on that, being exposed to that over the... I thought it was very
1: accurate. I thought it was just... What uh, were you? I was... Is it S S-I? no, no, no. I you definitely got I'm not I'm not sii no, I'm sorry I was ID ID I, yes. okay I for sure and I was right below it was D I had no C and no S okay
0: and, and I had like a I S C. I had three so I don't know if I just have multiple personalities or, or just what, confused yeah it just confused, confused. <laughs> actually no there was a very specific name for it and I thought Aaron did such a great job of like breaking all of that down mm-hmm. Uh, and we had one D in our class, and then it's interesting to me too to see how that kind of unfolds. For you know, this class is the first year that I'm seeing the perspective sitting on the steering committee, but you know, it's a bunch of D's,
1: and it was like we had one D in my class, you know. So, yeah, we had four. We had four or four or five D's, with several Is, and a couple of S's and a couple of C's. But I will tell you that it's odd because my I and D personality, uh, I tend to be drawn to S's and C's. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know Kobe Yoli prior to leadership and Zach Griffith, I knew, but it was a fairly new friendship. Um, and he went also uh, Tammy Riley. I did not know Lewis. I did not know Michael Anglin. I did not know. And so it, it's odd because some of these people, Especially Kobe and Zach. I've become very, very close to them and really, really good friends. And had I not gone on the retreat, I would have never even met them. I would have never, you know, seen well, I mean, like I said, Zach I knew for a little bit, but yeah. I wouldn't have become as close as we are now. So that that part is really, really cool. And Zach and Kobe, I think, are S and C's. Yeah. No, Zach is a D.
0: No, he's a he's a C D. I'm almost yeah, positive. C. Yeah. yeah. C. Mm-hmm. But You're right. You're right. There's there's a lot of I think the main distributions like SC, I'm not trying to get into a disk assessment rabbit hole, but I thought that was very interesting just to do to pair that with the bonding time that you get with the class and and all that. It it definitely did set the tone for our class, too. So uh, you talked a little bit about your class. Now, maybe share with me some of the impact you think, because I can see from an outside perspective that your class was very active. I mean, out the gate, apparently, I got right to it, started doing stuff, getting involved in the community. So say a few words about that,
1: if you would. Well, first off, I want to say that we truly are the best, best class ever, for real. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. Here, you heard it here first. I'm very proud of my class, man. We we've really... Um, Knock the socks out of out of community community integration and and leadership i think out of uh, well by the time we got done with our class we had 17 or 18 and so far eight of us have been on the steering committee so we are the we're the class that has the most steering committee members uh, participate some of them are still on there with me right it's now zach and chris chris johnson and colby and colby yes yeah. colby's coming off yeah so 8 of us made it to the made it to steering committee and all of us again we're all serve on all sorts of committees and boards yeah. in the community. Okay, so tell me a little bit
0: about your perspective of cuz obviously you wanted to get involved in the community and you were kind of doing that leading up to leadership and you guys you know hit the ground running when you graduated from leadership as a class and really got involved but how did that change your perspective
1: or the way you feel about our community fitting city. I was super impressed because being born and raised here, you think you know everything and there's nothing that you don't know because you were born and raised here. And even when they asked me before, I thought, well, I was born and raised here. I don't need, there's not much I need to know. Well, that was not true. And once you get in the class and you start to figure out or start to be, uh, see all the things behind the scenes, city, county, government, education, um, water, that stuff it's so eye-opening it's super super eye-opening to see how your community functions how how your community runs and you know what goes on behind the scenes so that was that was it was very good in the class
0: so the we're on class 37 now have you seen and you were class 31 have you seen any development or changes in the program itself because you were on the chamber board or are on the chamber board right chamber board, yes. so how is how has that changed um since your class i, I mean because it seems to me and the reason i ask you this because it seems to me that from my perspective it's a pretty solid strong program like there's a good bit of interest from all different you know aspects of life within our community um so have you seen any changes there
1: with any of that not, not any negative changes whatsoever, but it is a good, solid program. Um, and I think that it's many years in the making, and we've garnered a lot of respect in the community for that program. And I think a lot of leadership in the community and business owners want to present to the, to the class or they want to see who, who's in the class. So that way, because they know that they're going to come out of there and they're the, going to be the new leaders in our community. So everybody wants a piece of that, and so again, nothing negative, right? That I've seen except for becoming stronger. So to that
0: point, if I'm a business owner or somebody that's working here within Kerr County, what would be your like pitch to them to to
1: join the join the program? Uh, I there's nothing but benefit, either you as the owner or sending one of your employees there's nothing but good benefits that are going to come out of being part of leadership, Kern County. There's, there's just, you know, you're going to subject your company to so much. It's going to open the doors for networking and people to get to know who you are, your business. And I've seen it happen firsthand with a couple of people that went before me through leadership. And they told me, my business wouldn't be what it is today had I not gone through leadership you know, and that's what you see across the board. It kind of just, it gives you a seat at the table somewhat of being involved and going through leadership.
0: There's a quote, and I don't know if it's from Jocko Willie Link, but I think I've heard it. I heard it from him, but he says, you know, if not you, then who, right? So like, if you don't step up to the plate, if you have an idea or you want to make the community better, and if it's not you that steps forward and, and takes that first step to try to make an approach to change it better it whatever no one else is going to do it either right and i think that was a big takeaway for me for leadership and it was kind of like the burden was set on our shoulders to say okay i recognize that if i want this community to flourish in whatever way that i can envision it's important and and absolutely imperative for me to get involved right do you feel the same way
1: yes yeah absolutely And obviously
0: a lot of your class did too because of the results.
1: I I was always the firm believer uh, just going through my involvement with the leadership at Notre Dame Catholic church that it's very easy to be on the other side of the fence, criticizing what's going on and, and who's doing what wrong and who's doing everything, you know, the way it's not supposed to be and criticizing. It's very easy. That's easy. That's easy to be on that side of the fence. Come over to this side of the fence. And come help solve the problems. Come help fix it. Come help make it better. That Like that's that's what I saw in my experience was, you know, come over from that side of the fence and come over here. And leadership does that where you can uh, bring the issues head on, face the issues head on, and, and help solve problems and be a part of your community and making it better. Because that's really all. I mean, I know when I... I hope with all of my involvement that when I am called home to the good Lord hopefully um, I just want I just want to make a tiny little difference in my community I don't have I don't need a big scale or whatever I just want to know <clears throat> that I made a tiny difference in my community and that when I get there that he'll say good job that you contributed yeah good job well,
0: Pete, unfortunately, we're getting towards the end of our time here. Thank you very much again for joining me, and be looking forward to. I'll see you around because I see you everywhere. And also, if you guys don't know, everybody in the community knows Pete, so he's not hard to find if you ever want to get a hold of him or talk to him. He hangs out at the state hospital most of the time uh, for for actual work. But okay, thank you again All for right. being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this inaugural episode of Investing in the Future, Developing Leadership in Kerr County. Andrew and I will be exploring this topic in some detail over the next several episodes. I hope you'll plan to join us again. If you've been a member of Leadership Kerrville, we may be reaching out to you or if you'd like to be on this podcast, please feel free to contact either Andrew or myself. This podcast is a special production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network.